0: Happy New Year, folks. There's a podcast um, from a gentleman in Baton Rouge that's a sports commentator, sports writer, uh, excuse me, sports writer, sports broadcaster. His name is Charles Hanagriff. and he's a gigantic LSU athletics enthusiast. Um, he's very informed about the New Orleans Saints. He has a lot of good takes and opinions and directional instruction, I guess, for for games when you're placing bets, looking at the Vegas lines, trying to figure out what's underneath the veil. Uh, whenever, whenever these games are being handicapped, <coughs> excuse me. He's got a uh, he's got a little short podcast that he does every day. Called, it's just called Handicast. and I. I really enjoy it. I usually get to a certain point when I'm finishing up my day in the evening time. And I get maybe a third to halfway up the valley close to my house and I, I pull off on the back road which is it's called like Old Middlesboro Road. And it's just a pretty drive, man. You have all these beautiful farms on the right-hand side with the rolling hills and then you have the the, the larger hills and, and, and uh, mountains on the, the left-hand side. It's just a, it's a beautiful part of the United States that I live in and I'm thankful for that. But the, the bigger point is just the routine. That's the routine. That's how I close out my day when I'm finishing up with account visits, finishing up submitting orders. If I've had to cover for vacation and, and run into Knoxville for any reason, if something's gone wrong with a delivery or an out-of-stock item, um, I get to that certain point. I pull off on the side road. I listen to to Handy Time or Handy Cast. He actually has two different shows. One of them is on Baton Rouge Radio, so it gets confusing. Um, Handy Cast, I believe, is the check it out. If, if you're an LSU or a New Orleans Saints fan, you'll figure out which one is which. But this particular one usually runs 15 to 20 minutes, and it's it's perfect for the amount of time that it takes me to get home from the starting point where I pull off onto the back road. And it's, it's just a routine, which is something that I've talked uh, about a lot lately. It's a, it's a behavior pattern. that's something that's helpful for my, my brain chemicals. It's just something that helps my body wind down from the madness of the workday. And when your phone's going off constantly, and it's 27 text messages and 65 emails, and I'm not even I'm not even a fully established territorial area manager yet, so it's it's only going to increase the longer that I stay in this business. When when I left Eagle, I think I had somewhere in the neighborhood of 107 to 112 accounts, and maybe closer to 115. <clears throat> excuse me we don't really take orders on Friday at all we have some blind some orders that, that we would put in in that business so you're squeezing all that in Monday through Thursday I mean that's just an overwhelming amount of communication and it makes you crazy all of this stuff makes you crazy but then it always comes back to frame of reference. Your most stressful, crazy day at work would be a utopian paradise for, for millions of people across the face of the earth, considering what they live in from, from one day to the next, if they're able to survive that day. But that, that's not the ultimate point. The, the ultimate point is just that we always, well, we don't always, Many times we get trapped in these stressful routines and these stressful patterns. You're just grinding every day. You don't see a vacation anywhere inside. I don't see a vacation anywhere inside. I've not taken one since since June essentially. And I feel like I'm about to lose my mind half the time. But I typically feel that way. You don't see a vacation inside. You don't see a break coming. So many people have to work every weekend. So many people are working through the holidays. So these small routines or these behavioral patterns, just like me turning off on the back road, 20 minutes away from my home and listening to a sportscast that lasts 15 to 20 minutes, it's vital. It's important to make sure that as much stress as you have in your life from everything be it work paying bills surviving financially loving and supporting your family which is it's not stressful as a singular focus but when you're trying to manage time to make that the most important priority it gets thrown into the pile i don't know what your back road moment is I don't know if there's some place that you can find when you're working to take a moment of meditation, to take a deep breath, to take a chill pill. And it's moments like that that Jeb realized he was 43 years old and he was so old. A Chill pill. That that phrase has probably not been used since 1998. It's important to find those moments where you can recollect your brain, reorganize your soul and your direction for the day. I went down a negative rabbit hole yesterday and it, it wasn't anyone's fault. I just have, and I've, I've talked about this too, I have this broken way of living my life sometimes. And it's, it's this fear-based mental culture that the grocery business beat into me. And I'm not saying that all grocery stores are bad places to work. I'm not calling out any chains, any divisions, any areas of the United States, although I will say Washington, D.C. overwhelmed my brain and my soul for the short period of time that I was there. But there is a reality. In the grocery business. There's a lot of people that get trapped in retail that are miserable. There was a receiving manager at a chain in Nashville that I used to deliver to at the Hermitage exit and the gentleman passed away from a heart attack. And I remember vendors just being like, well, hell, what do you, what do you expect? So-and-so was the most hateful person any of us ever met. And he really was. He was miserable. And I remember some of the other vendors talking about he had no family to come to the funeral, or if he did have family, no one showed up. And and it's It's so strange that I can't remember the ending to the last five Netflix series that I've watched outside of The Witcher Blood Omen. Don't even get me started on that. but I remember a moment like that that just that's strange to me but I remember it because it was sad and I remember the stakes of of those deliveries to all those grocery stores around Nashville that I I made Publix locations, independent locations Kroger's uh, really nice liquor stores there was a, there was a uh, beer company or a beer retailer in Mount Juliet called Mount Juliet Beer Company. <clears throat> Shout out Mike and Mike. Uh, that place was great. There were some really awesome accounts and concepts that I had a chance to deliver to and people as well. But I, I, I just won't ever forget that situation with that receiving manager and how sad I thought that was. But also... That gentleman earned that reputation. And I may go back and just delete this podcast if I'm being honest with you folks because it's starting to rain and it's, I'm going to have to turn the windshield wipers on. So let me, let me try to speed this up. The point of all this is I don't think that man had any type of routines in his life, any type of hobbies, any type of behavioral patterns that would be considered positive and uh, reaffirming or encouraging. And you cannot live your life that way. You, you cannot live your life that way where you just allow the stress to be everything that exists in your world. And what you fall back on is the, the money that you make or the status that you have. That's not going to be there to prop you up on your worst days. And it's certainly not going to be there on your deathbed. It's not going to be there for you in the twilight of your life. And so find find your little country back road. Find your little 15- to 20-minute podcast. Maybe try this one out. Find something that makes sense for you. You're worth investing that that pattern, that routine in, anything that makes sense. All right, this weather's going to get nasty. Happy New Year to you folks. Have a great day. I will holler at you soon.